0: Hey, this is John with Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but I'm glad you're here. I was born and raised Southern Baptist right here in Alabama. Then one night, Christmas Eve, 2013, I found myself at a midnight mass, and I never looked back. I love being Catholic. I think it's the greatest thing I've ever found in my life. And I'd like for you to know more about it. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions about the Catholic faith, shoot me an email to catholic 4 podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to getting to know you. Just relax and listen to a few episodes. Thank you for coming. Hello, everyone. This is John with Catholic for Rednecks YouTube and podcast. Thank you for dropping by. Earlier today, I typed out a question on the community section of the YouTube channel. Have you ever been in a cult? And when people think of a cult, I know when I do, I always thought of Jim Jones. You know, the guy that started the big following. They went down the Guyana, I think in the Caribbean, South America, whoops, place called Georgetown, and boy, he didn't start a cult, he moved his cult there, and uh, the Congress went down there to investigate, that killed a congressman, and then he led everyone into drinking the Kool-Aid, a mass suicide, real horrible. And there's all kinds of cults like that, Heaven's Gate, uh, one of their leaders used to be a professor, at the University of Alabama, right down the road. We've heard of David Koresh, the Waco cult, uh, Branch Davidians. There's been all kinds of cults. And I guess the theological or the academic definition of a cult is usually uh, something like this. They say that it's a, a following that's around a charismatic, influential leader, the, the cult is following and it revolves around a particular leader that's teaching something uh, maybe um, out there or not traditional, a new kind of teaching, a new revelation, a new thing. And another hallmark of it is there's a lot of control. So with that definition, And you can look it up. You can Google it. There's all kinds of definitions for cult. And let me say this. First of all, that when I say the word cult, I'm using it as a broad term. And I'm not necessarily referring to just the type of cults that everyone's scared of, that the movies are about, like Jim Jones and, you know, Georgetown and Waco compound, all that, but there's lesser known cults that are all around us right now, and they're not just church cults, they're not just cults of religion, there are cults of personality, there's all kinds of cults. So, if I mention your favorite cult that you're involved in, then please don't get mad at me. I'm just making some points. Now, I was in a cult myself, and I'm drinking. Black coffee because black coffee is an appetite suppressant, and I'm still losing weight and working out. I've lost around 45 or 55 pounds, depending on when I started counting. But so I drink black coffee, and I, when I speak, I um, my mouth gets real dry, and I drink. So um, but I don't drink alcohol. So I was in a cult. And it was a so called Christian cult. And as a matter of fact, just before I got on here to make this video and podcast, I was looking through the comments on Catholic for NX YouTube channel. And I got an invitation to visit a non denominational church in Macon, Georgia. And uh, not to be mean or anything, but I did Google the church and the pastor and all and um we're gonna talk about that in a minute but a cult by definition is a group of people a following a movement that revolves around a person of personality and power and they're usually teaching and preaching something a little bit different than mainstream. And as you get involved in that teaching and movement, you often find a lot of manipulation. And it's pretty much um a template. A template. I was in a cult, a Christian cult. And I do believe that there are cults within our beloved Catholic Church. I do. I believe that there are cults in Christianity. Uh, There's cults in the music world, Hollywood, the hobby world, um, multi-marketing. Try not to mention any names, but there's all kinds of cults. And it could be an exercise class or a type of exercise. It could be um, selling something. It could be um, a certain type of sport or a political organization. You could call the NAZI party. I don't want to say that word out loud because I'm finding out there are certain words that when you say out loud on YouTube, social media, and podcasts that you're flagged and you can get kicked off. So you could consider the NAZI party party. As a cult, you had a powerful, strong figure uh, preaching something that actually Martin Luther preached. If you don't believe me, you can read his sermon, The Jews and Their Lies." You can Google it. The uh, Jewish library has preserved it, but it's a sermon that uh, he preached about persecuting the Jewish race. And he said they should be um, given no rest. He was very anti-Semitic, and he went on to start a religion, the Protestant religion. But we know Adolf Hitler is a strong, powerful, charismatic leader. He was preaching uh, nationalism, and he had a huge following that was fanatical, a fanatical following. Maybe that's one of the things I left out fanatical following, and there's a lot of manipulation involved the more you read into that. It's no secret. Um Just joking now, don't get mad at me, but I live in the state of Alabama, and I truly believe that there are fans, college football fans, that are sort of in a cult. And when I say that, they are worship their team and the coach and the traditions um, fanatically, no matter what, they just, I mean, they'll sit in the driving rain. Um, They'll just, they love their team. They'll fight over it in a minute. And some people, not most, a lot, but uh, there are some people that take it too far, that really take it too far. And if you're not in their cult, then they'll actually hate your guts. I met him. Uh, I used to do a, a good bit of TV with a certain celebrity around here. And one time he had me on his TV show. It was a former Alabama player that was a celebrity. He was on that TV show. And just exchanging niceties before the show, um, I mentioned that I was an Auburn fan. And you would have really thought that I had uh, said something very bad about his daughter or his wife because instantly he turned into a different person. Now, um, Alabama all friends get like that. But let me go on to say this. You got uh, a lot of people like that that are my friends in the Trump movement, okay? I voted for Donald Trump the first time he ran And the second time he ran, Um, I agreed with a a lot of his policies. And he said a lot of things that I always wanted to say that other politicians never had the guts to say. And I voted for him. Now, if he's, and I'm saying this at a risk of losing a lot of subscribers, but I have found out something that most of my subscribers don't even watch my videos, they watch all the other videos that I put on here, so, but I have noticed that a lot of my MAGA friends, Trump friends, they all will follow Donald Colt, I mean, Donald Colt, ooh, that was a faux pas. They will follow Donald anywhere. Uh, To him, he's never told a lie. To them, he's a on fire, born again Christian that he's uh, straight as an arrow. They believe everything he says. And if you say anything negative about Donald Trump, you'll get unfriended, unsubscribed, cursed, lectured. I've got real good friends and I've got family members that think Donald Trump is the greatest, you know, president in the history of the universe. And I can't say anything because, you know, they'll jump on me. But I believe that's a cult. It's a cult of personality. And, in that cult, there, if you say something disparagingly against the cult leader Donald Trump, then you will get pelted with. You'll lose friends, just straight up. Um, I right now I like the guy in Florida. I like DeSantis, the saint. He is a devout practicing Catholic, a family man, a veteran. He preaches things I like, so I'm going to vote for the dude, all right? But there's cults. There's this um, Black Lives Matter has some people in it. They're following uh, a leader, an agenda blindly. There's a lot of fanaticism, uh, manipulation, fear and control. Now, a lot of groups are like that, a lot of churches, and when I was with the Birmingham Police Department and my wife was pregnant with Brian, my youngest son, and we were going through a whole lot of trials and all, just a lot of stuff going on. There's a policeman that I looked up to very much, and he gave me a book by a Pentecostal preacher named Kenneth E. Hagan. and you can Google him. Kenneth E. Hagin. Now, he was a um, Pentecostal preacher that really pioneered the what they call the Word of Faith, the prosperity gospel, health and wealth, divine healing. God wants you well. God wants you rich. Now, Kenneth Hagin claimed to have been visited, I think, seven times face-to-face by Jesus Christ. Yeah, and in those vision, visions, Jesus preached to him and told him things and gave him messages and sermons and formulas to preach. And I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Why? Because I was desperate. So my friend gave me this book by Kenneth E. Agin, and I read the book, and he was saying what I wanted to hear. And then to make a very long story short, um, I found out he had other books. And I read all those books and he had cassette tapes out. Tell you how old I am. I listened to hundreds of his tapes. I found out he had his own college that he taught at. Guess what? I left the Birmingham Police Department and enrolled in his college in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma and sat in his classroom in his school for two years. And let me tell you something, that place is a cult, it's a cult. And it revolved around a charismatic figure that claimed divine revelation from Jesus Christ. So did Joseph Smith. And he was teaching a a brand of Christianity, the health and wealth message. He was taking scripture picking and choosing a little bit, and teach a message of our words control everything, Uh, that we could become like God, that just by believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth, you could release the power of God and change everything around you. Very appealing message. And the people that get hooked into that message are usually people that are either sick or broke, or they've tried everything else. And his followers are fanatical. And I was a fanatical follower. And it took, it probably took about 14 years of being manipulated and brainwashed myself. Manipulated and brainwashed myself. And seeing people's lives get destroyed and finances get destroyed and even people dying to realize I was in a cult. C-U-L-T. Now, were they serving Kool-Aid? Oh, yeah. It wasn't the poison kind that can kill you by drinking it, but it was a spiritual Kool-Aid that would kill your faith. And I uh, I was manipulated. I was abused and this is a Protestant church. People talk about the Catholic church being full of, pred- full of predators and molesters. I'm going to tell you something right now. The non-denominational churches are full of abuse, child molestation, sexual predators, false prophets, false teachers, ace work, security, for The Oral Roberts people. Or you. I was an usher at Kenneth Hagin's church. I was involved and knew intimately. Dozens and dozens. Of charismatic. Faith preachers, faith healers. For years. I could write a book about it. I could make 500 YouTubes about it. It is. Corrupt as hell, okay? People say all the time to me, how can you be Catholic the Vatican is corrupt? Well, guess what? I'm not denying that, okay? Jesus had a corrupt accountant. Uh, Israel had corrupt kings. The non-Catholic church, the Protestant church, in particular, the non-denominational church, is boiling with abuse and corruption. Washington, D.C., the United States government, corrupt. Donald Donald Trump is correct in saying it's a swamp. It's the largest criminal organization in the history of the world. Everywhere you got man, it's corrupt. Everywhere. There's corrupt preachers, priests, and I hate to break the news to you, Protestant. But the school system is full of predators, so it's not about denomination, religion, or church. It's about our society. Our world is eat up with corruption. But there's all kinds of lesser cults. There's yoga cults. There's um, all. I listened to a podcast about Soul Cycle. It's a spin class. Um. I've seen them about CrossFit. You ever heard of CrossFit? My, my partner at work, I'm a real estate agent, she was a trainer at CrossFit. And everybody I've ever known that joined CrossFit turned into a fanatic about CrossFit. That's all they talked about. And I'm not saying that all of that is wrong or evil, but there's cults around fitness. There's, cult, there's the keto cult. There, I said it. How about the awe? Uh, What's the stuff you that people are always trying to get you to buy that smells good? Uh, essential oils, you know, they cure every, it cures everything, migraines, cancer, um, mental illness. It's everything. You remember A M W A Y? M mm-hmm. Multi marketing cults. You got to do this. You got to join this cult. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a big old cult in the Catholic Church around a certain type of mass. And those people have a leader, and it's not Pope Francis. It's not Pope Francis. They have a leader they would defend fanatically. Um, they believe that only this one particular mass is the right mass. And it's just like everybody else can go to hell. It's either this particular mass, this is really not that old if you do the research, They make you think that Jesus started it at the Passover, and it's been unbroken ever since. It's not true. But they've got a a charismatic leader, uh, actually more than one leader. They have a fanatical following. If you say anything about their mass, their favorite mass, they'll delete you. They dress a certain way. They do mass a certain way. They all. They're really into um, letter of the law, tradition things. You know, uh, if you take the Eucharist in your hand, uh, if you don't wear a certain headgear, if you don't have a certain rail at your church, then you're, uh, you're wrong. You're apostate. You're not Catholic. And that's a cult. If you're in that group, look at the marks of a cult. You have charismatic, popular leaders. There's a lot of control. You say, how is there control? Well, at my last church cult I was in, they controlled you through tithing and through service. If you weren't tithing and if you weren't working your ass off for the church, then you wouldn't get promoted. You wouldn't get blessings from God. If you were not faithful to the leader, you would not get blessed. You had to be committed to the leader. Do you remember what Hitler called himself? The Fuhrer, the leader. If you spoke against the leader, you got whacked. Your family got in trouble. So look around you. You know, is your church, your exercise group, um, your hobby, your favorite Group your thing, you know. I've heard about cheerleading cults, you know, where these moms are absolutely obsessed with the cheerleading thing, and all their income, all their time. Um, whoever is teaching that or leading it, um, there's entertainment cults, certain bands, you know, that um, I'm not saying all cults are dangerous and will send you to hell. have you drinking kool-aid and poison but you know anything that you get so wrapped up in and so fanatical about that everyone that knows you and your circle of friends that's what they think of like when my friend was in a m w a y um within two and three weeks he had called every single person they knew in the universe to make an appointment about making a lot of money. And it didn't take uh, a couple of, two or three weeks till he didn't have any friends left on Facebook and nobody would call him back. And, you know, I want to be known as somebody that's fanatical about my faith and my family. But when I go to work, I don't get out there at work and and stand up and uh, draw attention to My church, now there's evidence of it in my office, Uh, things I wear, and people know I have a YouTube site. My broker brought it up the other day and complimented that now, you know, realtors aren't supposed to use certain words or talk certain agendas. They can get in trouble. So uh, I was thinking, wow, if they ever saw my page, Catholic for Rednecks. But they have, and they said, He's not, you know, soliciting going to other people. People are coming to him. And so what are you known for? Um, My church that I was in that was affiliated with Rama in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. You can Google Kenneth E. Hagen. Um, I went to his school. I was in his organization, I think, 14 years. I got excommunicated. I got kicked out. I didn't get kicked out. I left. Then they kicked me out. Um, you don't believe me? Um, it's true. I could do a thousand videos about it, but I've moved on. I've moved on. But what are you, what is your group known for? You know, is it known about, more about the person? More about the agenda? It's like if you're Catholic, there are certain people and there's nothing wrong with having a healthy devotion. I know people that are uh, devoted to certain saints, uh, certain devotions like me, okay? If you know me, I'm devoted to the rosary. I love the rosary. I have a devotion to the rosary. That's my thing. Rosary and push-ups. Do your push-ups. Pray ros- I'm a rosary dude. But if you look on my YouTube channel, you're not going to see a hundred videos about the rosary because I've already found out people don't like to watch them. Catholics don't. You look at the worst ratings I've got in my YouTube channel and podcast, it's when I talk about the rosary or suffering. If you talk about suffering as a Christian, if you talk about the rosary, um, you ain't going to get no views. Maybe for some superstar, but I ain't. But there's all kinds of cults. There's even a cult around the Pope, to where they call it. They say there's just a group of people that are just blindly loyal to him no matter what, and they know about that, and it's like that in life. I mean, here, University of Alabama, football team, man, Nick Saban, they love him. They love him. They got statues of him, and if you go down there right now to the football stadium, We got statues of Nick Saban. I promise you, there are people with big bellies standing around that statue, taking their pictures, getting their pictures made with that statue. And some of them, it's the highlight of their life. But like I said, I've been in a cult before. It took me 14 years to get out of it physically, to get my heart out of it. But it's still messed up in my head. I'm still messed up spiritually and mentally from all the abuse and manipulation I suffered in that movement. It was a cult. It was a cult. And I'll say it boldly. Don't care if they sue me. We'll go to court and look at the evidence, and I'll be found not guilty. So I probably made a few people mad on here, but just think about what I said and Take it to heart or don't take it to heart. Do what you want. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving.